Hello, this is Dancing Burr, the autistic prince, the mad scientist of creative writing, Lancashire's favourite son. And I'm just Tom. <laughs> Koala. <laughs> so, had a good week. I have had a good week, yeah. And what's, what number of podcasts are we on now? Five? Uh, I think it's the sixth one, but is this episode five? Yeah, I because say. I counted our original zero. Because, yes, you, know, you did, yeah. Pilot episode. <laughs> Have you ever looked back at the pilot episode? No. No? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you seem pretty adamant in saying that. Yeah, because but... it's so cringy. I've never... Uh, I, think I, I think I watched it once, uh, a couple of days after I uploaded it. Is it that bad? I'll have to watch it. I just don't like hearing myself back sometimes. Like, I listen to this when I uh, edit it and remove stuff. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, no, I don't listen back. <laughs> Although, on a segue towards our uh, original podcast, Spider-Man is back in the MCU. Yes! I, uh, I'm i genuinely happy about that. I, I am. We get a third movie. I don't yeah. know the rights or any of the stuff, and I'm not going to talk about it because I will get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and we know some of our avid fans uh, yeah. who listen to us are very Plus, more... I can guarantee over the next coming days and weeks, we're going to hear all sorts of news stories about, like, Sony have said this, will Marvel have said this, will Disney have yeah, said this? Yeah, I think, again, uh, oddly enough, we were talking about the first episode uh, we did this podcast. We would, we said something like, um, when Spider-Man, it, 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 it got realised that Spider-Man was, at that time, leaving the MCU... And more news came out as we were filming the podcast. Do you yeah. remember? And the day after, and yeah, oh, it, it was it was a bit surreal, but ah, yeah. fair enough. Uh, you you was just bringing up before we decided to uh, start recording that it was Batman's 80th birthday last weekend. Everybody, yeah, I know he looks that good deserves... for an 80 year old. Almost looks like Ben Affleck. <laughs> that deserves Sorry, a round I, of I mean Val Kilmore. Sorry, I mean. <laughs> The Batman comics are 80 years old. Just Well, just... the character is 80 years old. I think that's what they're going off. Ah. Because he so... was in DC or just like Detective Comics first. Ah, interesting. Do you know what's really sad about Batman Day? I don't know. That Adam West didn't live to see it. Yeah, that is a bit sad, isn't it, when mm. you think about it? Because he uh... was Batman. Yeah, he was the I loved... original ever... When Batman. I was a kid, it went over my head, Adam West's Batman. Yeah. Until I watched it when I was a bit older, like 16, 17, and I realised the entire point of it. He is... It's supposed to be wacky and goofy. He's supposed to be the straight man. <laughs> Everything he says is supposed to be perfectly serious, but the world around him is crazy as hell. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a famous scene where he walks into a uh, uh, a club in full Batman outfit. And someone comes up to him and goes, uh, would you like us to get you a drink or something? He goes, no, I, uh, I don't want to attract any... Un- attention <laughs> and it's like you're batman and you're stood in the middle of a nightclub with all the nights like it's that sort of yeah it's a straight faced humor and i love would you say would you describe it as tongue-in-cheek no i'd describe it as like the straight man humor very uh leslie nielsen yeah which would, another man i know we've brought it up in a couple of weeks would you say blackadder because i heard it be but described that blackadder ron atkinson a, is yeah. he's he's very the straight man like in a wacky world do you ever see Ron Atkinson laughing anything? No. Do you get the sense that every line he's saying, his character is perfectly serious? And, like, <laughs> yeah. that that's what I mean. Like, Leslie Nielsen, like, in films like uh, The Naked Gun. Yeah. He's not going out his way to make people laugh. It's just he's being the classically trained <laughs> actor. In a, you know what I mean? Do you, do you sometimes, as a personal question now... If our lives was a TV show, do you reckon that'd be your type of show? If, if there was a I TV mean, show out there called I, The Koala I, Show, just Tom show. The, the Koala Show sounds like <laughs> David Attenborough would narrate. <laughs> but, yeah. but if your life was a TV, like a cop, I, I reckon I would probably. Do you reckon be, that'd be the sort of? I would be man? the Black Adder, the, the straight, the like Adam West sort of Cause, thing. Because I've known you a long time now, and it's like it's quite a quirky but funny but i've seen you in a lot of situations and like it is pretty much that sort of feel it's like you're the only one with a bit of common sense in a room full of uh, do you know what i mean me common yeah. sense <laughs> are we on about the same person yeah. <laughs> but it's hot i don't know maybe i'm describing it wrong but it's basically yeah i definitely would i've seen i have definitely seen you in situations like that definitely. i just i I think it's a very British humour, though, the straight Yeah, or Even it though is. two of the three examples we gave, I remember. Yeah. 
Absolutely, Did you ever man. watch the Naked Gun movies or Aeroplane uh, or anything with uh, Leslie Nielsen in? Vaguely. Um, oh. I only saw them... If I've seen them all, then I've only seen them once, if you know what I mean by that. Oh, I, I love so. those films, like... And he started off as a classically trained actor. Yeah. Leslie Nielsen, he... He was the uh, captain in Poseidon. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the one where the ship turns upside down, where they did that remake. Speaking about the great universe that is DC, what I wanted to add as well is Titans. something new. Um, well, yeah, that as well. It's been yeah. very a DC-themed week for me. And basically, I wanted to continue what we sort of... Um, we mentioned last, last week um, the whole... People are considering the new Joker film to be dangerous. Now I get the impression that you, you you've found some more recent information. Some apparently some theaters are in America, especially refusing to show the film. What's going on, like? Right. So I don't know everything. Can obviously if people whatever I say, people can look into more. Yeah. I just know like the headlines I've seen in like a brief article here and there. But basically, in Los Angeles, yeah. the pl- some of the police are going to be on standby or something for this movie showing because they might expect riots or something. Yeah. Um. In all fear... You know, like, a nerd movie comes out, like, Lord of... D- when you went to see Lord of the Rings, how many people are dressed up as fucking hobbits? I don't think I ever saw Lord of the Rings at the cinema. I'm not going to well, lie. I, I I remember when it came out on DVD. I don't know why I didn't go to the cinema, but, yeah, it's... Uh, Hobbit... Uh, Did you go? Yeah, I saw the I Hobbits in cinema, but yeah. But um, movies like Harry Potter and sometimes on opening nights, people go in costumes. Yeah. Uh, they've been banned. You're not allowed to go wearing anything like the Joker because they think it's going to have some sort of psychological effect that people are going to see him, get the anonymity of wearing face paint, and then, uh. what, run off and <laughs> bring Gotham City to uh. its knees? <laughs> you know, what one... Yeah, it's... and yeah, some theaters are downright refusing to show it. And it's like we've had movies about psychopaths before. Yeah, hell, this this are. movie is based. If you swap the Joker with Robert De Niro, this movie's Taxi Driver. Yeah, it's and that was a sort of feel they Clockwork were going for, Orange. weren't it? Yeah, it's it's that sort oh, of yeah, yeah. It's um... to me in my head, Joker as a movie is basically going to be very similar to The Godfather. Like it or not, you're rooting for the villain. Yeah. And that's that's not Mint's words here. In The Godfather, they are bad people. Yeah, they're not nice, are no. they? They're, they're, they're five-stretcher Samaritans, aren't you they? You root for them, don't you? I don't like gangster films, I'm not going to lie. I'm only I'm, I'm only going to watch this because of its relation to DC and obviously because I'm interested in the character of the Joker. But yeah, no, well, I can yeah, completely understand you what like your point is. You like character movies, don't you? Yes, I do. I, I, all type of gangster mob films, they're not nice, but even Peaky Blinders to a certain degree. I know that's not a film, that's a series, yeah, but, but you're, they're, you're, not, they're not nice, they're not decent people. Technically, in the eyes of the law and our yeah. society, they are the bad guys. Yeah, they are villains. But, but uh, you're rooting for them. Of course you are, yeah. So, so it's one of them. It's, it's, it's a bit hypocritical. But, but the are thing you saying is, that? all this controversy is just going to make people want to see it more. People that wouldn't go and see a comic book movie, I say with quotations, <laughs> because, yeah, all right, it's based on a comic book character, but the writer only read The Killing Joke and then took bits and pieces from other movies and made it from scratch because DC yeah. gave him free reign to do whatever the hell he wanted. Absolutely. And he's never done a comic book movie before the director. Neither has Whacking Phoenix. He's yeah. never done. Do you know what the laugh is based on? I don't know. So everyone's like, well, is is it based on the... Um, I think it's like The Man Who Laughs, an old film that the Joker was... Vaguely, very vaguely. Well, no, Whacking Phoenix, actually, or he'd already got the part. Right. It's uh, there's an interview at the uh, Venice Film Festival talking ah, about it. Okay. And uh, they're on a panel. And uh, Wacken Phoenix, who's the director? It's Todd. Uh... I don't know. I did know. I but I've genuinely forgotten. Anyway, um, <laughs> he, he he was asked where the laugh came from, and he went right. Well, so what we did is um, we wanted it to feel like there's laughter trapped inside him. It needs to get out. Understandable. So there's a condition called compulsive laughing disorder yeah. or something like that. I think I've got that. Where <laughs> the laugh, yeah, it's 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 like Tourette's, but it physically causes you pain because you're oh, you know when you laugh so hard it hurts, yeah, and you can't breathe in, yeah. Imagine that. So that's why through the trait through all the trailers you will watch of it, 
the laugh looks like it's causing him pain. But have you never experienced that yourself, though, where you, 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 like, you're laughing that much, like someone's made you laugh and, and your chest starts hurting? You never experienced yeah. that. But imagine if you were walking down the street, nothing's funny, and your body just forces you to do it. Oh, yeah. So it, it's physical. <laughs> you you can look up YouTube videos of this of people that have this condition. I didn't know any of this. No, this is quite so intriguing. It's, the laugh is actually... It's like something trapped inside him that needs to get out. Yeah. And obviously through the movie, it's Whacking Phoenix is one of them nuts method actors. Yeah. And obviously this movie, I think, hit home for him a lot because of his background, which is like just fucking traumatizing. Um, I don't think they could have got anyone better to play it. Wow, I I'm not gonna lie to you. Talking to you about this film has certainly wet my appetite. I I, I can't wait to see this movie. I really can't. Mm. I don't know. What's but your feelings on it? I think because it's not a conventional superhero movie, it's about the villain, and because it's a character movie. About... Has this never been done before? Where there's a film solely exploring the backstory of a villain in in it's, in, it's in, not... in, the, in the comic book. So it's universe. not that it's never been done. It's just it's never been done like this. It's never been. Just taking my shirt off. Like, my overcoat shirt, yeah, everybody. I'm not, I'm not stripping, don't worry. But carry on. No, go on. It's just warm, actually, isn't it? Yeah. But go on, you were saying. Yeah, it's it's done to the um, point. How to word it? It's more... It is basically along the same veins as Taxi Driver, Clockwork Orange. It's um, Castaway. It's just a movie about one character. Yeah. It's a character-driven movie, and you're with that character. See, I Rather enjoy than, them. I, I, I enjoy the men away personally, mate. But Go you're, on. whether you like it or not, in this movie, you're you're going to see him as a villain, but you also want to root for him. He's going to do horrific shit. Yeah. But at the same point... So basically, the film is going to... You'll feel bad for liking him, is the thing they're doing. Right. If you get me. Right, but I, I thought the sort of thing, I mean, I know this is pretty much conjecture at this point anyway, but I always got the impression it's going to show you, uh, I know this is just pure speculation, we won't know for sure until we actually yeah. sit and watch it, but I always felt like this is, they were going to show like this is a man who wasn't always like the Joker, this is a man who society if you if you want to put it that word. Yeah, like no, that, this this is going to be. pushing him and pushing him and he's yeah. just snapped. Am I wrong in saying that? No, no, that's that's what it's going to be. This is mm. a a man that society doesn't notice that he's downtrodden, he's abused physically yeah. and verbally by most people. He loses jobs because of nothing his fault. He's ridiculed, he's all this, and he, he slowly descends into madness. Wow. It's, and that's uh, what it's going to be. Are you looking forward to watching it? I am actually really looking forward to it. Fair enough, fair enough. Better get closer to Mark. I don't know if it's... Uh... No, but um, wow! I didn't yeah. know any of this. I didn't know about the disorders, so it just shows really how how well educated I am on the matter. Well, I so. think it's only because I've looked up everything to do with this. <laughs> no, it I shows ju- how, I just, how how much I, you're I just, enthusiastic, then, doesn't it? I just watched that one panel, really. Right. But yeah, no. Um, there was that interview, like I think last week, where. Was he, it where he walked he out? He walked out. What happened? Like, well, you know, I still haven't seen it. Like, I haven't, I haven't watched it. Sadly to say, but what happened? I, I don't think you can watch it. I think it was just verbally. But really, yeah. uh, so apparently, someone asked him. They asked loads of questions and said to Mister Phoenix, um, "So, how do you feel about this movie being classed as dangerous or something along them lines?" Yeah. And apparently, the exact response from Whacking Phoenix was, uh, "Why would you?" Yeah. And then he stood up and walked off quite angrily only to come back an hour later and commence the interview wow there is an interview going going slightly off subject now but there is an interview that you can actually watch on youtube ladies and gentlemen is a russell crowe interview have you ever seen it on youtube no where it was when he did the robin hood and basically they was asking him about his accent his choice of accent in the portrayal of the character have you, you've never seen this? It's, it's been on YouTube for years. For no, a few years. I haven't actually seen that film. And basically, you can't see the interview, although there probably is a clip now where you can, but you can. it's definitely his voice. And basically, they were saying, you know, that 
there's a there's a bit of a I could the interviewer that was basic basically asking Russell Crowe the questions actually said I personally noticed as as a viewer yada 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 there was a bit of Irish and Russell Crowe took that offensively saying there's no Irish in my accent yada 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 and he just seemed after that point in the conversation Russell Crowe just seemed to get more and more annoyed and he just stormed off. You can actually find that on YouTube. Type in Russell Crowe walks out an interview and it'll be there. I suppose that popped in your head because Whacking Phoenix and Russell Crowe are both in Gladiator. <laughs> and that is, yeah. a, that is an amazing well, movie. Robert Downey Jr.'s walked out of an, uh, of an interview. I think I think I did that, was, yeah, was we yeah, talking about, about this about last one. week or was it just a uh, conversation over the phone? But yeah, that's on YouTube as well because what happens... Um, well, at the end of the day, these people are just... They're just human, so you wind yeah. them up enough, they're going to have a response. Yeah, of course they are, of course they are. But the interviewer, I think you'd know him by his face. I genuinely forgot uh, his name, but he, he also had a run-in with Quentin Tarantino. That's one man I would not want to mess no, with. No, he... Um, uh, when he was promoting his, his his then new film, The Django Unchained, is that, is that, yeah, am I pronouncing it film. right? And this interviewer, the same interview, interview Robert Downey Jr., who wound him up enough to walk out as well, was sort of trying to insinuate to Quentin Tarantino that because of the his films are uh, substantially violent, he was insinuating that he sort of contributing to the violence into society. And obviously, Quentin Tarantino, he, 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 that that was enough to upset him, uh, and you could tell he was upset. Well, but that yeah, upset me. I'm, I'm interested. I, it always intrigues me about them type of interviews. In case you haven't noticed, but go on, you were saying. Like, I hate it when people turn around and say movies cause violence or video yeah, games cause silly, violence. Yeah, he's silly, isn't it? No, all right, yeah. That. People might get ideas from them, but they yeah. were probably always a violent person or they're just complete and utter assholes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> video games cause violence. Okay, Will's cause drink driving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just saying the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. So, yeah. People always just want something to blame. But going back to... I forgot, there's something else. Going back to uh, Batman Day, we are probably going to get a new Arkham game. Ooh. See, I'm not into the Arkham games, but I know they're very good. They're considered to be top-notch games, Mm. aren't they? I mean, this one is made by the people that did Origins, which is Warner Brothers Montreal. However... Uh, this one could be very interesting because it's going to be based on the storyline, possibly. They've not officially announced it yet. Um, when they did Batman Day and shone the uh, bat signals across all the things, that, oh, yeah. they put but Warner Brothers Montreal, after years of inactiveness um, on their Twitter account or one of their accounts, mm. showed it. And then if you watch the clip of the light, screenshots appear and the light's being changed into other symbols. Oh, wow. wow. And... Um, the comic writer from the New 52 that started the New 52 with them um, tweeted something to them. Yeah. Like, beware the Court of Owls. Oh, right. Tagging them, and then that was immediately removed. Yeah. So, basically, the rumour is that we are going to get a Arkham game based on the storyline the Court of Owls. Wow. Which, if anyone has watched either the animated movie... Um, Batman vs. Robin or read the New 52 The Court of Owls or watched Gotham and know The Court of Owls this is going to be a really fucking good game should be pretty decent especially yeah. some of the bits in the game were trans- or in the comics would translate really good to a game or the movie because there's there's a bit where they go into his house and you're caught or he's caught unaware as Bruce Wayne Yeah, and these are all basically super soldiers and ah. there's a fight between bruce wayne in his house not batman bruce wayne in his house right in season he's fighting and then he gets a suit and like all hope is lost and so it that would be an amazing Fair level enough. just like no that does actually to be fair that sounds like a good game in all honesty with mm. you so i mean they're probably putting a collectible like owls around the city for a battle what i also wanted to discuss with but you anyway that's well. enough of batman it sort of to do with the Batman universe. One more, one more subject then. Please don't. In the, uh, Batman don't do universe. it. What? You're going to talk about Titans, aren't you? <laughs> I was, yeah. Now, I'm sort of asking our audience now. Now, as Tom knows, whenever I have free time this week, I would try and enjoy an episode of try. Titans. 
try being the operative word. Now, admittedly so, I am only... I Hang on, I'm going to pull three. a page of, of your book. Sorry, what, what's Titans? When, <laughs> when something is unbelievably shit, <laughs> I just pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah. No, I, what's I like... What's going on, like? I like some bits. Like, I, I've spoken about it before, but do you not get... I watched it because I grew up with Teen Titans. I like yeah, Teen Titans. I, I know that's I, the sort I, of appeal I, to it. I quite like Robin and I, like Tim Drake's character. Yeah. I would have quite happily sat there and watched it if it was first and foremost just the Robin show. Yeah, I thought that's what they were meant to be going for. Like though, if wasn't they had it? done the first season where do his storyline and he's in uh, Detroit, he moves to and with that partner and. Yeah. Do that, and then at the end of it, he finds the girl, and then you can go from a series called Robin to Titans, and then so on. But they fucked everything it's up. It's a bit of a clusterfuck, to be honest with yeah. you. The entire show like, is just one big clusterfuck, but carry on. <laughs> Robin was a brilliant character in it. He was, yeah. For, like, I am enjoying the Robin you, character. But... Did you get the feeling he's suffering from like PTSD? Um, I can understand why you're saying that, but personally, my, oh, my, my interpretation of the character is just bitter. It's just a lot of resentment, isn't there, yeah. going on there? Um, I think it's just that it might be uh, PTSD. Like, it might be something they might explore. But personally, I think it's just a lot of bad. When see what happens is when you tend to have a lot of bad memories in in a certain friendship or relationship. Yes, you, you tend to hold on to a lot of resentment for a while. Yeah, he can probably only remember the bad things rather than the good things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, but at the same point, yeah, I, I, I quite like the choreography and fighting. Yeah. But when they, there, there are bits where they're all together and they're all fighting. You got yeah. Robin kicking ass, and he's amazing, and Starfire doing what she does. And then you've just sort of got the other two, like, just sort of there, like, they're children, they don't know how to fight. <laughs> yeah. You know, absolutely. save me. Yeah. There will uh, be, like, scenes where, like, 10, 20 guys will run into a room and Robin's like, I've got this, everyone else run. <laughs> Knowing full well that everyone else is quite shit. Like, you've literally got someone that can turn into a tiger. And it's like, don't worry, oh, you can't fight, yeah. go away. Oh, wow, wow. Um, yeah, fair but enough. I don't know about you, but I honestly... I get the. I watch it, and it to me, it's more like. I only keep watching because of what the show could have been. Yeah. It could have been amazing. It could have could have been a show about Robin, and then they slowly introduce everyone because they had some good like. Have you got to Hawk and Dove yet? Um. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna level with you. I'm gonna put my cards on the table now and be truthful with you. I watched the three episodes. I could sort of argue and say I watched four episodes. But I fell asleep. <laughs> I just, oh, it is so like there was something interesting going on in in, in the third episode. The 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 girl with the purple, I can't even remember her name. Raven. Raven, you know, um, this family sort of kidnapper, and yeah. then a fight scene that uh, the 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 other woman who has powers. Um, I want to say Norwegian, but she wasn't. Where was she from? Space. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. No, it was. It wasn't Germany. Might have been. But anyway, yeah, no, it, she's, she's from space. That's Starfire. She's an alien. She's, oh, is she an alien? Yeah. It starts off where I really haven't been paying attention to this then. Because oh, it doesn't tell you till later. But everyone. Oh, knows right. it's Spoiler like the alert. But yeah, no. She she started off. Was it Germany or Norway? It, I think she it's was Germany. In, yeah. Was Germany. Um. But yeah, she picks her up, and I can't remember. Uh, it just shows how much I'm I'm trying to pay attention to the series, but it's I'm not gonna lie to you, it's not doing anything for me. No, I think it's, there's nothing gripping. I, d- I don't know what DC's plan with this was because Arrow worked so well, and then they slowly mm. introduced Barry Allen, and then you got the Flash, and they slowly yeah, they introduced. had some good ideas, didn't they? This there? could have been the same. They could have done Robin show, slowly introduce others, Titans, and then because obviously. From this, you spawned yeah. a Doom Patrol series. Do you reckon it? I know a bit of a, uh, you know, wild stab at the dog. But do you reckon it was a matter of finances? Why they just tried to sort of rope it in one show? Maybe, maybe they just didn't have the money to 
branch out all these different shows and they couldn't... I don't know. I'm just guessing. No. See, what I think it is, is actually the CEO of DC is clearly just like an octopus in a jar. And what it does is it just picks out random bits of paper and throws them at people. And they just make whatever's on that paper. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like, that's what it feels like, doesn't it? Just like Titans TV show. Should we not, like, introduce this slowly in the backstory and maybe have a Robin show and then a Doom (laughs) Patrol and... Yeah. She throws the paper again. <laughs> Her flippy tentacle arm. Bloody hell. Deny the octopus, get the hounds. So, if you don't mind talking about it at the podcast, changes the subject ever so slightly, when you turn up at my door today, <laughs> you uh, seemed a bit... Well, not miffed. I think that's the wrong word to use. You seemed annoyed. <laughs> Do you want to share the story of uh, the boiler, like the boilerman coming at, the, at your door and the attitude, maybe? You don't have to mention the company. Boilerman sounds like a London gang, doesn't it? <laughs> we had a new boiler put in. It was a two-day job. <coughs> the end. <laughs> no. We had a new boiler put in, two-day job, and oh, my God. So... Obviously, workmen are workmen, but when we're forced to all wake up at (laughs) 8 o'clock in the morning, sit down, can't use our kitchen, we've, you know, cleared everything we can, the boiler cupboard, we had to make sure they could get to the pipes and everything. They walked in, you've got 10 minutes to clear the cupboards. What do you mean? All the cupboards with pipes and stuff are full. Yeah, well, uh, we don't really want to get done for accidentally breaking anything, so uh, (laughs) 10 minutes to clear the cupboards, we've got another job lined up. And it's like... It was their uh, attitude, wasn't it? It uh, was. Yeah, and they're going to be there all day. And Are they there now? No, no. It was a two-day job. That was two days ago. Oh, right. One so of them, right, one right, of them right, came right, back right. today just to make sure the boiler worked. But, oh, man, it was... And then you had um, one of them, headphones in, doing his work upstairs. They've they've had to pipes all through the house because they've got to empty our boiler and empty all the radiators and replace valves and all that technical shit. And oh, he right. started singing opera. Do you remember the particular song? Was he singing Pavarotti? You know, when you say, did you recognise the music he was singing or at least attempting to sing? Or no, what was it no. in your, in, in your? you could just hear this noise and what, what's going on? Like I, I, could, I could just basically hear a noise and then, uh, a, you know, it was just like, what? And he was talking to himself and answering himself, it seems <laughs> like. And it's like, oh my God, there's a madman in our house. <laughs> so it it was your mum who eventually confronted this. Uh... She was just like, "Can you be a bit quieter, please?" And then after about the fourth attempt, I think she was getting quite annoyed. Oh dear! Yeah. So she, she she's not normally more than once. She's then. not normally one to hold back. I mean, I think it was just you know the fact we couldn't get in the kitchen, so we couldn't get food. We couldn't. We were up since eight o'clock in the morning. We were pretty annoyed. Yeah, yeah, understandably so. But um, oh, it was hilarious. And you had one guy every sentence. Ended with, okay, love. <laughs> he was a nice enough guy, very yeah. loud, but every sentence ended. It's like when you meet someone and every sentence to a woman. Yeah. Especially, I've got a friend that showed me, like, some stuff. And, uh, oh, it's hilarious. She was talking to a guy and it, online and every sentence ended with, dear. Yeah, a lot of people talk like that, though, don't they, to be fair? In all I, I mean, it's quite endearing, but not every sentence. Yeah, it's... um. So when you say there was there was there there was there for two days, was it all day or was it just a couple of hours each day? Or? Eight till about three the first day, and then they were like eight till about twelve the next day. Oh, so not so no. bad then. Could have been worse. Could but, have been. Uh, I mean, they changed well. our entire boiler and the system and got rid of the tank and yeah. all that. So yeah, we now have a boiler. Wow. I mean, we had one for it's just it needed yeah. an upgrade. <laughs> wow, so at least I'm glad it got sorted for you in the mm, end. It did. Something else I wanted to bring up as well. We were talking about watching TV shows this week. Did you give Farscape a look? No, I never found it on uh, Netflix oh, or right. Amazon. No and then I ended up watching more... Um, there's an anime I've been watching, which is a really good one for anyone that likes maybe post-apocalyptic worlds, I want to say, or sci-fi. Basically, yeah. the premise of this move of this series is um something happens in like our time modern day and everyone in the world and sparrows only (laughs) exclusively interesting are turned into stone yeah full stone statues like just where they are their their clothes still so then 
time passes, the world, nature reclaims the world, yeah. and uh, 3,700 odd years pass, and mm. one guy wakes up. Um, somehow, he doesn't know how at first, but luckily, he was um, a huge science guy. He's only about like 16, 17 in high school, but basically, he's, the premise is he's read most yeah. science things. He can invent basically everything, but mm. he's, he's in a very primitive world. 3,000 years in the future, so there's no technology. Like, everything's decayed, so he's got to start from scratch. Interesting. And the only reason he knows 3,000 years in the future is some weird way he was conscious the entire time, unable to move, looking in the darkness. So what he did is he just counted. Interesting premise. And then when he looks around, like, you'll see trees, but they've grown, and, like, there's a a statue there, and, like... He finds a way after six months of being alone and basic science and trying to figure out what's gone on. He wakes yeah. up someone else and then it goes from there. It's it's quite interesting. Wow. It is, it is definitely worth watch because there's a bit in the series um, where a lion turns up. No, it's it's a, it's an anime. It's set in Japan. Shit. It's like, there were no lions in Japan. Well, it's been 3,000 years as those that survived the zoos must have left them bred. And it's like, we need to stop talking about this and start running. Yeah, yeah, we Bloody do. Yeah, it's it is it is quite good, and there's like sounds pretty thingy. Yeah, yeah, they 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 um end up realizing, uh, okay, well you've got me, I'm quite good at science. You've got you, you're you're no offense, but you're quite dumb and good at the manual labor. But we now need someone that can protect us, and they find someone that's mm. like the strongest person in the world or in Japan. Yeah, and they wake them up with stone. Mm. But the the way the statues work, you don't just break the outer layer. If you broke a statue, it's stone all the way through. Interesting, yeah. And when they figure out how to like start waking people up, yeah. He the main character Senku does use it, and it turns just back into a body part. Wow. And when he puts, it doesn't show it, but uh, he puts like a statue that's been broken back together, and does it hoping that it heal no body parts. So they wake up this really strong person, and then. He starts off good, and it slowly he becomes a villain of the series because whereas the other two that have woken up want to wake everyone up in the world and it to go back how it was, <clears throat> this guy wants. Well, I'm the strongest one in this world currently, so Fair I don't enough. want anyone stronger than me. Uh, you obviously enjoy it anyway. Yeah, no, it is a really good show. I would recommend anyone watch it. It's called Dot Stone, even if you watch two episodes or whatever. But yeah. What was the show you was talking about to me? You was having a look on my Netflix. Um, uh, what was the show? Uh, it looks like a cartoon or anime. Um, I can't. I, like you was just uh, going through my channel, uh, Netflix account. Oh, you want about when I looked at? So I looked at his <laughs> recommendation. I think when you when you walked, I'd set up the mic and everything. When he walked in the room with our our tea, because well, you can't. Can't not have a cup of tea. Can't have a podcast without a pick me up and have Irvine. Irvine's got to have his coffee. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot you have coffee. Yeah, never used to drink it uh, until fairly recently. I remember telling oh, no, you about I, that. I, I have all sorts of different teas, but yeah, no <laughs> recommendations because you watched Star Trek Voyager. It was like, oh cool. Now it had um, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Understand. A sci-fi related show. It works. It's good. <laughs> Voltron, the legendary defender. That is uh, made by Warner Brothers. It's a really good, like it is a like animated cartoon. Yeah. It's quite good, but it does deal with very adult feel like themes, especially towards the end. It deals with like grief and yeah. um, openly gay characters and loss and also it's it's a pretty good sci-fi show as well. Yeah, understandably so. Um, but just down from that, I noticed something a little like what the hell? Now whenever I'm walking in the room. I think I had my my hands <laughs> thoroughly across all, my face. All, all Calm down. There's me with two uh, uh, cups of uh, two cups of uh, hot beverage two in my hand. Two brews. Why didn't I just say that? That would have been so much easier. But anyway, I had two brews, one in each hand. I just walked through the door, and all I can see is Tom. His head's in his hands, and he and he glows at me. He looks up. I fucking love technology. <laughs> 
And you was you, you spent what thirty seconds ranting about what the hell does Watership Down have to do with yeah. Star Trek? So in, in the recommendations <laughs> of all these sci-fi shows, even before and after it, after it, it carried on with like Next Generation or something, didn't it? And like <laughs> Night Flies. Well, in his recommendations, because you watch Star Trek Voyager, Deep Sp- um Watership Down, the animated one, like the newer one. So. What the fuck does bunnies have to do with sci-fi? Where is the sci-fi element? How does that link to Star may, may, Trek maybe the and bunnies, Voltron? Maybe the bunnies. I know they, this is theory. This is just headcanon at this point. Maybe the bunnies are, are secretly... Watership Down is secretly a spin-off from Star Trek because they're gen- genetically mutated. <laughs> they're secretly Khan's people, which leads them to... T- <laughs> Sorry, but yeah. Captain Picard, we've got a problem. <laughs> what? Wolf's oh. been beat by a bunny. Oh, shit. Oh, he would as well, wouldn't he? Yeah. Wolf, um, Wolf would get taken down by one. What I was going to say to you, have you actually seen Watership Down? When I was a, a, a little child, I remember not liking it. Yeah, it was horrible. I like... Uh, <laughs> it was, the, I've the, never liked it. The, the guy, was it the guy that wrote it or the guy that uh, wrote the song Bright Eyes, which gets to a lot of people... I I, was, I I think I may have seen it. I may have, but afterwards he was in the papers because he quite enjoys rabbit hunting, and it's like, <laughs> oh my god, with a with a shotgun oh, as well, so no. there can't be much left of these rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh wow, yeah. The uh, I think I think everyone knows which scene I'm referencing. It's where one of the rabbits have meets a horrible fate. Do you know where I'm going with this? There's a scene. It's horrible. I can't remember what actually happens, but one of the rabbits dies, and it's quite a gory scene. Yeah, I think there's there's quite. I think a lot. he dies, but yeah, yeah I, I think quite a few do. Um, it's bloody there's... horrible! Like, well, it's, it's, like... It's, it's like that animated film, A Plague of Dogs. Have you ever seen that? Um, no. Basically, two dogs are going to be euthanized, and they escape the kennel. And they fucking hell! That... Yeah. <laughs> what a horrible premise! Don't tell me that's a kids' film. Yeah. Oh my god! I think god. It's, it's, it's twelve, and I watched it. And one of them, Shit. one of them is quite a sane dog. He's just <laughs> now this where he's just old, and no one wanted to adopt him or something like oh, that. Oh fucking you, hell! The Sorry. other, the other Come dog, on. all through it, is like I, I know yeah. there's, I know there's an island somewhere. We just got to keep swimming. We just got to keep traveling. We just got to keep going. But this is like a little Jack Russell, and he's got like a a, a bandage over his head. Yeah. And in the movie, it comes off, and it's just bare bone with a hole in it because the dog is clearly insane and he he's he talks about like he can hear scratching and the dog clearly n- was going to be put down because it, it it's really unstable yeah and um people have to hunt them and um, there's a bit where it meets a a, a hunter in the woods yeah. and this this little dog that's unstable and it's a jack russell i'm, I'm, the... I'm miles away from the mikey i'm surprised it can hear me well go on go on you were saying uh, um it's a jack russell and i think an old like labrador uh, right. Black Lab, and they meet like a hunter in the woods, and the Jack Russell runs up to him because the hunter drops his his or puts his gun against a tree and climbs up, and he's patting the guy, and the guy's stroking him. He's oh, where are you from, little boy? And, you know things like that, <laughs> like you know, yeah, well, it's a yeah. small dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, in the dog's excitement, the paw hits the trigger, and he blows the guy's oh head off. Oh my god! Fuck off! This is not a kids' film. I will look it up if I find. What's it called? The, like, yeah. A Plague of Dogs. No, seriously. Well, my phone's it, there. I don't know what your phone is. Uh, I think it had a 12, and it ends with, uh, if anyone's... <laughs> I don't think anyone watched it. It's quite an old movie. Yeah. But um, they they end up being hunted because their poor prints were all yeah. over the blood, and they've escaped from a thing not far. And Oh, um, my God. So that's a horrible film. Loads <laughs> of people closing in, and they this dog can see an island that isn't really there, oh and the old God. one's just following him, and... The movie ends with uh, we've just got to keep swimming, and they're just swimming into the distance, into the middle of the ocean, to an island that might not even exist. That is horrible. You're the- he just sat there looking at me, speechless, like what? That is horrible. Can you imagine that? Hey, ki- hey, kids, let's watch a film. Oh, what's it about? It's about two dogs trying to escape euthanasia. What kind of idea is that for a kids' film? Do you know what? No, what's really funny. My what? dad originally bought it on DVD because it had dogs <laughs> on the front. It was animated, so he stuck oh. it on, and we had no idea. <laughs> oh my god! How old's this film? 
Uh, I think it's got to be 20 years. There is a film about dogs that I do like, though. It's fairly recent. I do love a lot of dog movies. Is it called The Isle of Dogs or something? It's fairly I, I really like... Um, it's the same people who made uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, I really like... Uh, That's Hat- a good film. I think Hatchy. it's called Isle of Dogs. Have you ever seen Hatchie? I've heard of it. I don't you think will cry. It. Really? Yeah, it's it's about the dog that when its uh, owner or person died, real, true story in yeah. Japan, uh, even though the movie, they Americanized it. Yeah. Um, might be on about the same thing here. I'm saying it's called The Isle of Dogs, but it might have a completely no, different title. No, Hatchy is the dog in the train station and every day it comes to the train. No, and yeah, it just it's not sits, the one. And it actually, it, even though people fed it and it, yeah. the dog wouldn't move, so it's they built a statue to show like loyalty, like man's yeah. best friend, but he died. What the hell? But it, it's, a, it's a good movie and um, what else is good? Uh, a Dog's Purpose. Dog's Purpose is a good movie. It's about a dog. You're going to have to write this down, fella, about all these films starring, uh, you know, animals. But um, no, I don't I don't know half of these, to be honest. Plague but... of Dogs, a 1982 film. And you what? And you enjoyed this film? I didn't enjoy it. It, it terrified me. <laughs> Fucking God, it would, man. But 60% and on Rotten Tomatoes and 78 So, so what happens in the end? Did they, did they both die? Did he end up dying? Or? John Hurt is the little dog. Is he? Yeah. It's um. To be honest, it's, it doesn't sound like a film I want to watch. Not because I don't know. Oh. What? Now it all comes full circle. I didn't even realise. What? The Plague Dogs is the third novel by Richard Adams, the author of Watership Down. <laughs> oh wow. About two dogs' friendship who escape an animal testing facility and are subsequently pursued by both the government and the media. Fuck it, now. It sounds like an horrible film. It's bizarre that we should talk about Watership Down and it just happens to be the author. Yeah, but it had the similar um, thing, didn't it? I assure our audience this is genuinely coincidental, by the way. Well, it's just because it popped in my head. Yeah. It's... uh, no, I, I, I remember, all right, yeah, Watership Down was about rabbits, but I've always owned dogs, and yeah. the dog in the film is like a little Jack Russell or something, So, and I had a Jack Russell, and oh, yeah, rabbits died. For, we eat rabbits quite regularly in this country and others around the world. I believe I mean, so. Yeah, all right, I've never actually had rabbit myself. Sometimes but... eat dogs, but <laughs> at the same point, <laughs> yeah. you want to really get to someone, you put a dog in a movie dying. Yeah, no, I can understand that, I can believe that. It's, um, yeah, no, sorry, that film doesn't sound like something I want to sit and watch, though, to be honest with you. I'm not going to lie to you. But, yeah, is it is it a good film, though? Would you ever wa- revisit it yourself? Would you personally ever wa- want to rewatch it? No. <laughs> I'm, I would, now that I'm a lot older, but as a kid, I remember watching it once and it traumatised me. It traumatised See, that's an overused word, and it's a powerful I word. I had a Jack Russell. Oh, how old were you, roughly? I was about... Oh. I, I was maybe eight. Um, Eight. Bloody hell, young age to watch something like that. So, yeah, Ko- Koala, or just Tom, just showed me the trailer to Plague Dogs. Yep. Got it right for once. And, yeah, so we talk, took a minor break. In, yeah, in, in to the... let him get his head straight, because um, <laughs> the first words out of his mouth were, what the fuck? And then... <laughs> Oh no! Like, <laughs> That's horrible. It seemed to affect him because, like, the it's it's also we didn't realize, like, just on the segue. Um, there's some bloody big names in there. Yes, um, Patrick, Patrick Stewart, Stewart John, John Hurt. Hurt. Um, we we just said that at the same time. Yeah. But yeah, no. Basically, show me the trailer and the first scene you see are these monkeys being experimented on, and it was like, oh, get it off, get it off. And then the, the only thing that kept me watching, ladies and gentlemen, was, was the music. Yeah, it's, I'm it's, not gonna lie, it's just, showing you quite sad things, yeah. but with really up almost gospel music. Yeah, it's. I understand the film. Uh, well, I can't say that. I haven't sat and watched it, and, and to be honest with you, I don't think I will because things like that I mean, do get is, to me. It, um, I don't know if we mentioned before because I didn't go back, but it is from the same writer as Watership Down. Yes, right? yeah, yeah, so, we did acknowledge that. Yeah, but yeah. so if, if anyone maybe... Why do people watch sad movies? Um, See, I actually had a very similar conversation. I think it was with my mum the other day. Like, is that 
people, and including myself in this, you could ask, why do people enjoy listening to The Smiths? Why do people enjoy listening to uh, Dido? Because it's sad music. We tend to, as a human race, have, or, or at least some people, not necessarily everyone, tends to have a fascination with melancholy. Not morbid melancholy. There is a difference. Mm. And... People want to feel sad. People want to feel emotional. It doesn't make it a bad thing. Well, I mean, I think things like Dido and that are mainly listened to when people are having a breakup and have two litres of Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> well, you could argue, you know who Morrissey is, don't you? You know who the yeah. Smiths are. You could argue when people say people listen to the Smith. I think they're quite upbeat. A lot of the music's depressing, considered to be yeah. depressing. Have you ever heard an upbeat, depressing song? Yeah, the Smiths. Morrissey, honestly... Um, it's like it's sad, but it gets you in a good mood. There's my, an ambience, I think. Yeah, the word my is. my favorite upbeat, depressing song is um, Hollywood Undead Bullet. Now, if you've not listened to that, I think I have, but yeah, paramount it's... warning here. It is a song about suicide, but it's got a really happy <laughs> oh, upbeat. Oh wow! Fucking no. like oh so yeah. Dear. If anyone wants to look that up and listen to that song, Hollywood Undead Bullet. Watch the. Uh, they didn't do a music video. They did like with lyrics thing, but it's it's got a really happy music. This this is this is turned out to be a very controversial podcast. This episode, I wouldn't say that's controversial. But anyway, <laughs> well, no, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I've noticed like people watch movies. It's like this movie's really sad. It will make you cry. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Depends what it is. Depends I mean, what I it's get about. I get people like like in horror movies. Like for when instance, you're scared, endorphins in your brains. And Roots like made me cry. Yeah, it did. It gave um yeah Ian McShane it gave him his start didn't it? It did yeah. yeah. Our Blackburn I, boy. I think he was originally from Blackburn. In case no one not, uh, ever knows. I don't think you've mentioned that. Well, Ian McShane. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the actor Ian McShane. He's been portrayed. Uh, Black uh, Blackbeard in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yep. I want to say that. John Wick. He's yeah. The manager. He. Um, Winston. Yes. For all these uh, for the, for all those who knows the actor, he is. Literally, originally, originally from Blackburn, which, for those who don't know, is a town literally down the road from where I live. So, yeah. Yeah. I just thought I'd bring that up. Anyway, you were saying, I never saw the remake. My mum watched it, and apparently it's amazing. Really? I I got told it's really bad, the remake, in comparison to the old one. Well, everyone's going to compare it to the old one, but anyway. We are more a nerdy talking <laughs> show, so... Yeah. Did you end up ever watching um, Killjoys? Because for those that liked Killjoys... I didn't. No, I didn't clap uh, it, then. It, but... is, it is coming to an end. Yeah. Like, fifth season. Is it... What, is it last season as yeah. well? I am going to watch it. Um, but, yeah, uh, um, for those who don't know what Killjoys is, you gave me a very good br- uh, briefing, didn't you, earlier on this week. So what's it about? Like, I, I'm asking again for the audience's sake, for those who might not know what it is. It's a bit like um, Firefly meets Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> sounds pretty good. No, I, it's, I, I, it sounds it's, pretty good. It's go set in a, in a universe where um, there's not really any aliens, yeah. humans are everywhere, and planets are controlled by like your mega corporations, you know, your Apple, your Google and all that. Um, they're not called that. And um, you've got colonies and people kept under the thumb of like uh, the corporations and you know that that they're, they're farmers with they don't have much technology. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that comment you made before, but go on. And uh, yeah, if if basically what the show's about is killjoys are like uh, bounty hunters. The, they they literally were saying the warrant is all. Yeah. So if you've got a warrant on you, you're gonna have these people coming after you, and they're like space bounty hunters. And there's there's quite a lot in it, and it focuses on the crew. Yeah. Um, and then in this, there's only two of them, and then a third one shows up who just is uh, one of the guy's brothers, and it deals with uh, PG. <laughs> what? But yeah, no, uh, Killjoys. <laughs> it's worth a watch. Yeah. Should we? Uh, should we talk about? Because I wanted to put this segment in. Then probably gonna have to cut out. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Um. <clears throat> I got another recommendation for an old uh, PS2 game. Oh, got a recommendation. So, so, yes, I did. So I, I uh, whacked that into my PlayStation and yeah. I played it. And the game in question was uh, Transformers. Was it good? Was the game any good? Be honest. It's it's actually a game that I have really fond memories of. And I myself went out and bought yeah. not too long ago. So I'd already played it. Yeah. And uh, it is still an amazing game. 
Nostalgia. Go on, go on. Nostalgia may be clouding it a little bit. I was going to say nostalgia aside. It's, it's it's a really good third-person shooter. Yeah. It's uh, set on, like, the Transformers Armada cartoon. It Back in the PS2 days, it, it got, like, 9 out of 9, 10 out of 10, just for being a good action game. Fucking hell. Third-person shooter, Transformer at will, big maps, normally set in jungles. There's no people. You're fighting, like, Decepticons. But, yeah, it's it's aged really well. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. And you have been playing Simpsons City. Ah, yes, you played it last week, but yeah, you, you played it all in like you played like nearly most of it in a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Nostalgia wave hit you hard. Yeah, and I got into the storyline. I think that's what compelled me. Now I'm going to have to agree with what I think you said. Was it last last week's episode? The graphics, yeah, have not, <laughs> not well, aged no, brilliantly. They have aged terribly. Yeah, they haven't aged brilliantly. It's very blocky. I think that was a, that was a good description yeah. you had. When people talk, it's very <laughs> yeah. Like so. That being said, Canadians um, and South Park. Yeah, um, so in that in that essence, it has aged quite badly. Storyline-wise, um, quite compelling. I think it holds... The storyline in this game is better than the storyline Simpsons as a show has come out with in the last five years, to be honest with you. Yeah. It the holds missions, pretty well. The missions do get a bit redundant. Yeah, I did say but... that to you, didn't I? I thought the missions were slightly repetitive after after a while. They were very redundant. In but that, there's, in that... what, seven in each level, or as memory says? Yeah, there's, there's seven stages in the game. There's seven uh, missions in each stage. So So it's not like loads. And no. Most of the fun comes from like exploring the world. Yeah, of course. It's a very GTA-type yeah. sort of game. But, um, yeah, no, I'm quite enjoying that we have a segment. Yeah. So is there any game you would like me to... Uh... Do you know what? Because I've been seeing some uh, news and stuff about it, I will probably, for the next week, do Grand Theft Auto Vice City. You, you're you going to do Vice yes. City. I was going to say, don't worry if, you, if, if, I, if I don't have the game for the PS2. Um, I, I, I plan to get my PS4 again. But um, at this moment in time... If you want me to st- want to stick with the PS2 games, by all means. And well, if there's it, a game it, I don't have, I can order it off Amazon. So yeah, or I can. Or I've got a pretty big collection as well, or yeah. CX or something like that. But um, it's just because people have recommended PS2. Like I said, the the rules of it are you can go anything from Super Nintendo all the way up to Xbox 360. Okay, or or even PC games. I've got a lot yeah. of PC games. So if there's, um, you know, if you want to recommend a PC game, don't be shy. Um, but like I said, if you've got a recommendation, like um, if you want to recommend me to play a game and we can talk about it in the same segment. So what are we going to, what are you going to play? Did you say next week, Vice City? Vice City. Vice City. I'm going to give that a whack. Just because of all the, uh, I completely forgot. It's like, um, that was my favourite one and I want to see... Compared to number five and all this, yeah. what happened? Yeah. Because See, I prefer San Andreas to Vice City. I'm not Vice lie. City had, uh, for me, the better storyline and stuff did like it? that. Yeah, but I was very young when I played it. You ever played San Andreas? You did play it, didn't yeah, you? But yeah, but not too much later. Ah, fair enough. Mm. See, I pre- as weird as this sounds, because Vice City, the decade it was set, when I, especially at that age when I played GTA games, I always had a thing for the 80s, the decade, which is pretty bizarre, considering I wasn't born until 1993. Um, but no, I always enjoyed the pop culture from 80s, I can say. Yeah, plus the um, movies were good. Who doesn't like Short Circuit? People that don't have any taste in movies, that's yeah. who. And even some of the best sci-fi films came from the 80s. Yeah. Rather Khan... Um, you always say Rafa em, Khan. Em, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Um, Dune. Yeah. Oh, Dune. Yeah, there's a remake, weird film. There's a, a remake of that coming. Interesting yeah. in, the, in, in the news. Very imaginative, that film. the uh, remake is coming out and Sean Bean's in it. Yeah. Um, have you seen the news? Sean Bean is now damn right turning down scripts that he dies in them. I read something. I didn't know he was genuinely yeah, no, just point blank. He, he doesn't even... He, he reads until he dies and then gives it back or something. Wow. And the thing has started again, like with Sean Bean wearing a t-shirt, hashtag don't kill me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. But uh, no, I can, I can understand it, to be honest. Uh, yeah, must be, I mean... After a while, it must be a little bit redundant. I'm the guy who he, always dies. Do you reckon he just gets a script? And then it's like, right, here's your script. And he just looks at the last page to see if he's still in it. 
Probably. I Probably. Would. I think, yeah, because he's quite open about it, isn't he? I like Sean Bean. I do. I like, they added him in Hitman 2, yeah. like the remake, not the original Hitman 2. I hate it when movies and games do that. And another film he's in as well, I don't think, uh, gets the uh, recognition it deserves. The Equilibrium with Christian Bale. Christian Bale. If I'm pronouncing that name right. Uh, yes, I haven't seen um, that. That's oh. the one with the gun foo, isn't it? No, it's it's basically uh, set in a society where they're not allowed. It's illegal to have emotions. Yeah, it's it's the one with the yeah yeah gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. No, I have seen it. It's not in ages. Oh, you need to watch it again. You need to give it. Um, it 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 hasn't. It has dated to a certain degree. You'll know what I'm talking about if you ever watch it again, but not in the way you think. I think you'll enjoy it. I honestly think you'll enjoy it. If you if you enjoy Demolition Man, still to know. Yeah. I definitely enjoy that. While the uh, guys were doing the boiler, I recent I watched the last two Matrix films back to back. Oh yeah, and I, f- I forget they're set in like nine hours. Yeah, that that's the time. It ends. The last lines of the film are the Oracle sat on yeah. the bench watching uh, this weird sunset that some little program girl has made. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that's nice. And uh, <laughs> the little girl says, yeah, I did it for Neo. Do you yeah. think we'll ever see him again? And the Oracle says, I'm sure we will one day. Yeah. So, yeah, it does end on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, not a cliffhanger, on a... a I just saw... But... Go on. Trinity. Yeah. Trinity is dead, isn't she? She is dead. Yeah. But I think the actress is still in the next movie. How are they going to explain that away, then? I, I, I knew Trinity died, but it was know. Neo, wasn't it, that was well, Maybe she'll appear in flashbacks or something like that. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe that's just the internet hoping she's in it. Like, yeah. oh, it's been confirmed she's in it. Yeah, I love how you moved your hands yeah. like Wallace from Wallace and Gromit. Well, then. people do, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, did you ever see all the... Um, when in uh, Infinity War was coming out, and you know Yondu? Yeah. They were filming Guardians of the Galaxy 2 at, like, around about the same time. Yeah. So they told him... To walk around and in public, just when he's doing his like drinking coffee and stuff, he w- he was wearing a hat from the Infinity War set, so people started theories like Yondu's in it. Wow. Which um classically Yondu's not in it <laughs> because of what happens. In the comic books, um was Yondu uh, did Yondu ever come Yondu face is to face with Thanos? Completely different in the comics. I don't know is too he? much about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, but in in the comics, Yondu looks like a bit of a dickhead. Wow, he's like all gold and <laughs> oh, I think he's basically just wearing a loincloth, as if memory serves. But yeah, no, so, it's, it's a weird, weird one. It's a weird one, but he's probably one of the best characters in them movies. Yes, he is. Maybe is you reckon it's the ability of the actor that's brought the character yeah, to life? Yeah, it's it's the ability of. Uh, have you got this? I pulled his little doodads on my, uh, I love his on accent my, on my well. dashboard. Oh, wow. I can't tell if you're being serious Have you not. got any Guardians of the Galaxy comic books? I don't know. I want to find some. I want to get some. I um. I do want to get some. I will probably get some soon in uh, a certain thing because I finished certain um, Iron Man series. Yeah. And... Instead of Iron Man going into his own comics, he spends a lot of time with the Guardians. Ah, fair enough. We are pressing for time, so I do think we want to start wrapping up. Um, is it my turn or your turn? We your should turn. take it in turns to... Uh... Yeah, by all means, if you enjoy... Just press the bloody like <laughs> button. <laughs> please like us, subscribe, and ring that bell, by and all comment. means. Oh, yeah, and please... Also, go on. Uh, I, I don't think I've told you, we're actually now... Um, whatever's on YouTube, we are actually getting quite a lot of views on Spotify. You you and did the, make the a other passing comment of, Go uh, on. thing. So yeah, if you're listening on Spotify, thank you. Yeah, by all means, and please, if you have any suggestions that might make help make our content better, don't be afraid to suggest something. Yeah, we are here to serve you. We are here. To entertain you. Especially if it's a funny news story. Yeah, absolutely. You know, keep keep us in the know. I mean, it's obviously we're, we're, we're here to entertain you and make you laugh by whatever pieces of news we might so have. I, I, but I saw, if you could ever come I, across anything. I saw it just briefly because Go on. I'm sure I could fit this in with all the editing. Oh, you will be to able do. to. Don't um, worry about it. I saw a story about a man that refuses to tell people he's, he uh, dates what his job is until later because every time he tells people he people leave him oh no because that his, is so, oh, oh his job 
He oh. works for Ann Summers. His job is to make the toys. Oh, people leave him for that? Yeah, but imagine coming home from work one day and you smell of nothing but lube. Wouldn't affect me, I don't think. Not at really. Least, There's least, worse things to smell off in there. At surely. least you'd be able to slide through the door. <laughs> <laughs> right, on that note. <laughs> like, yeah, before. Like... <laughs> I, I've been Tom Koala. Um, I've been uh, Dancing Bear. Uh, Bye. Bye. Subscribe. (laughs) Please subscribe. See you later.